Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Welcome to the Footy with Dad podcast, where Julian and his son Jake will be discussing their weekly footy experiences together and their love of the game. Get ready for discussion, arguing, laughing and crying about all things football. Welcome to another episode of Footy with Dad. Well, Jake and I have just finished watching Liverpool, Man City and the Arsenal at uh, Leeds game. Uh, what a day. Uh, VAR in both games, quite controversial. Uh, but uh, we'll we start where we always start um, at Spurs, where we went yesterday. Um, a hard-fought victory against um, a well-drilled Everton, really. Very, very hard fought win. Um Everton, they do look they do look more solid um to what they were last season, of course. Um in the fixture last year, we did beat them quite comfortably, five nil. Um they do look like a, a a better team, a different team, a more solid team. They're a tough team to crack. Um so I know a few people complaining that, you know, it wasn't the best performance, especially in the first half. But for me, against a team like Everton, that you know is hot. You know we've seen this season; they've got a really good defensive record. So a win is a win, and it's a very good win. Yeah, we were worried at half time whether or not we will have anything to talk about on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was a it was a hard first forty five minutes. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, first half. I mean, Everton probably had the better two chances. Um, they had two big, big chances, which neither of them were either on target. So I think we were let off the hook quite a bit in that first half. And, you know, Spurs, we didn't really create anything ourselves in the first half. No, and I just think, you know, I mean, DeMar Gray went through and he should have done better. And then uh, we had a bit of a mix-up uh, in the middle. And uh, I think it was uh, Decoy went through and he blasted high. Um but that's the first time in six and a half years that Everton have not had a shot on target. So uh, we must be doing something right in the defence. I mean, Conte started with uh, 3 4 3 again, which uh, we weren't sure, were we? Uh, what, what formation? We knew obviously Emerson was suspended. So uh, Doherty came back in. He obviously started against Brighton, but obviously missed out. Um, during the week against Frankfurt. But uh, Doherty played right back and uh, Perisic uh, came in for Session. And um, it was it, it was a hard, you know, the first 45 minutes were, were poor, I thought. So we, we didn't create too much. And I think... Uh, I think, really, the, the injury to uh, Richarlison um, on 52 minutes sort of benefited us because Basuma came on 
Uh, we changed to uh, uh, three, uh, three, five, uh, or three, five, two, um, and we looked again, a bit like against Brighton, a lot more solid in the middle, didn't we? Yeah, I mean, I mean, we were talking about the Richardson injury on the way home, and I did say, you know, if he is out for a while, um, I don't think it is the end of the world because you know, once he did come off, we brought Basuma and we went to the three five two. Um, and again, it worked. We looked very solid. Basuma came on, and I thought he was exceptional last night. Definitely his best performance in a Spurs shirt so far. Yeah, no, he did really well, and I thought we looked uh, we looked much better going forward. And uh, I mean, it's quite unbelievable, really. Benteke and Holberg have played the majority of the games, I think. Um, yeah. season. And you know, to see. Bentico running down the wing to cross it into the middle of the box where Holberg was waiting. Um, it just shows you how fit they must be, uh, how, how fit Conte's training sessions must be, because uh, they those two don't stop they don't stop running, do they? No, no, they've played the majority um, majority of our ten games so far this season. Absolutely, workhorses in the middle of the park, um, and Holberg he really did take his goal well, didn't he? Um, I don't know about you, but I thought he was going to hammer that miles over the bar. Yeah, I mean, it was it was the the move sort of happened right in front of us. Um, I mean, you know, Kane took the ball. Um, his first touch was poor, but he still managed to get the second ball. Um, he flicked it onto uh, Bentica, who 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 ran down. He he played a lovely ball, and uh, Holberg sort of, you know, you weren't sure once he controlled it if if the opportunity had gone, but uh, he composed himself and it was a beautiful finish. I mean, it was just, especially after Wednesday, it was actually nice just to be able to enjoy the last five, seven minutes of a game. <laughs> yeah, that's something we don't always have the privilege of, you know, being able to do being Spurs fans. You know, um, of course, the other night um, was horrible uh, when we needed to see out those last few minutes. But no, it was nice. Um, we knew the game was all but done um, from the 85th minute, which was very nice. Yeah, I mean, so, you know, talking about Pesuma, he came on, on on the 52nd minute and then 10 minutes later, um, we got the penalty, which um, I was quite surprised, actually. Quite a few people on social media, uh, probably mainly Arsenal fans, were thinking it wasn't a penalty. And uh, from one angle, I'll give it to you, it didn't look like there was much contact. But uh, there's another angle out there which shows you that the, the defender actually pushes um, Kane's leg into Pickford's dive. Um, so, I mean, we were quite near it. And obviously, we're, you know, going to say this, but uh, we thought it was a penalty straight away. Um, yeah. And it's strange because, you know, Kane missed the penalty, obviously, on, on Wednesday night. And I was worried because, you know, obviously he's played with Pickford in England training. He, they, they know, obviously, where they prefer to go. And uh, he knows he knows Kane's penalty as well. And this is the third time now this season uh, Kane's faced an England teammate. Obviously, he missed the penalty against Henderson at Forest. Um, he scored obviously a penalty against uh, Ramsdale, and and now yesterday against Pickford. So you're always a little bit worried that you know the goalie knows too much about which way uh, Kane's going to go, and um, he put it to the side he likes, uh, but it was just very powerful. And uh, that, though he dived the right way, 
you know, it broke the deadlock and uh, we, we just thought Everton would, would, would be forced to come out uh, because I thought they were... Listen, I know we are a better team. I, th- I thought they dug deep. I think defensively they, they, they were hard uh, to get at, but they didn't really, even after we went 1-0 up, they didn't really show too much ambition um, to go forward, I didn't think. I don't think they really troubled us as, as much as I was probably you know thinking they would. No, I, I think they came out... Um... Came out for the second half, to be honest, looking for a nil-nil. I think if they, I think they would have been over the moon uh, if they managed to get through yesterday by getting a point. Um, and like I said, Everton, they're a hard team to beat. And, it's a, and you know, it took a penalty um, to get us started again. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, so, you know, Doherty, he is obviously in the team now with um, Emerson suspended. Uh <laughs> Obviously, I know you're not uh, too fond of Emerson and uh, you probably hope that the suspension was longer than three games. But um, you think Doherty is there now for the long term? I hope so. I thought he put in another good shift yesterday. I thought he was good against Brighton last week. I think he was good again. Um, I thought he was good again yesterday. And I mean, I know I'm not the biggest fan of Emerson, but if I'm being really honest, I don't think Emerson deserves to come straight back in after the United game, I think, for the Newcastle game. I I think we have to give Doherty a try. Um, he was really, really good um, towards the end of last season until he got injured against Aston Villa. Um, and then Emerson just was in the team ever since. Um, but no, I'm happy with Matt Doherty. I don't think he needs the answer to our problems. I'm sure there's better out there. Um, but in my eyes, he's better than Emerson and I'm more than happy to stick with him. Yeah, no, I don't disagree. I mean, I, I don't think Emerson's a bad defender, but I think uh, Doherty adds more balance to the team. And yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I thought he was pretty solid. And uh, what was nice, it was actually nice to see that uh, Spence is still alive. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, the one person we didn't, you know, we weren't sure if Conte knew he was at the club. Um <laughs> But yeah, he came on. But to be fair, him him coming on just made me feel even even more bad for him. You know, bless him, he's been waiting for his chance for months now. And he comes on, and I don't think he even touched the ball last night. He was on for, what, three, four minutes at most? I'm not sure he uh, did, did touch the ball, but at least then he uh, got foot wrong. <laughs> anyway, exactly, that's it. He didn't, he didn't do anything wrong, but unfortunately he didn't have the opportunity to do anything right. But but joking aside, I, I think with Conte, it's not just he wants players to be physically up to his high standards. I think he wants players that are mentally up to his standards. And I think I think that was a small reward for Spence, you know, that he's obviously is training well and he, he got rewarded uh, you know, by coming on. That obviously is not 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 a huge amount of time, but you know. Hopefully it's a step in the right direction for him. I'd like to see, you know, I'd like to see him really give Doherty a, a good run for his money. Um, Emerson, I, I'm not sure there's going to be a real future there. I think he's a nice character from what you see on social media. I think he gets on well with the other teammates. Uh, but, you know, not so much, you know, a liability defending because I think he is quite, but he just adds nothing, nothing going forward. And I think, even in a 3-5-2 formation, it allows, as you've got more solid in the middle, it allows the fullbacks to go up further. And I think, 
you know, that's only a benefit if your fullbacks do go up further that they can put in a cross. And Emerson, um, I wouldn't trust him crossing the road, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I'd love to see Spence, you know, in a few years be a big part of this team because I do think he's got, I do, I, I, I hope anyway, he's got a future at the club. Um, I think there is a player there. I just hope that, you know, we see the best of him at Spurs. Yeah, no, fingers crossed, fingers crossed. And then, I mean, obviously, Richarlison went off injured. I mean, there were reports, obviously, um, late last night that he left the stadium in tears and not on crutches. Um, certain reports this morning saying that was more out of fear that he might be missing the World Cup. Um, what, are, what are your thoughts on, on his injury and what it could mean, you know, for Spurs going forward? Well, I mean, then the World Cup is, what, four or five weeks away now? So I think him being out for the World Cup, I don't think it's as bad as if, you know, there was no World Cup, of course, because Spurs aren't going to be playing for about a month. So in worst case, he'll probably miss, what, maybe four or five league games. And, you know, I know Kunisewski as well, he's injured at the moment. So against United midweek, when we're, when we're without both of them, I, I think we've got no... You know, I don't think there's anything else we can do apart from play the three-five-two again. Yeah, I mean, I suppose the advantage is, you know, we now do have Lucas back. Um, I'm not saying he he's our answer uh, to, to you know needing something if we need to change the game, but um, yeah, I definitely think we will go three-five-two on Wednesday at Old Trafford. Um, I mean. Cooler, we don't know yet. He, we know he had a setback on Thursday in training, but I think that's more to do with a new sort of knee knock injury rather than a hamstring injury. So uh, Spurs are keeping very tight-lipped on that, aren't they? Yeah, they are. And, you know, I mean, I, I mean, I absolutely love him, but you don't want to rush him back. You don't want to, you know, start him or, you know, bring him on against United if he's not fully fit. And then, you know, before we know it, he's out until after the World Cup, you know. No, definitely. And I think, you know, going back to uh, Richarlison, I mean, if he were to be out, say, for, you know, six, eight weeks and, and ruled him out of the World Cup, obviously devastating for him, don't get me wrong. Uh, but from a Spurs point of view, it may not be the worst thing because it obviously gives him a breather, you know, to properly recover and come back fresh after the World Cup. And obviously, if he is ruled out, there's a certain uh, striker um, at Arsenal who will probably therefore play more in the World Cup and yeah. uh, come back either tired um, or, you know, you know, potentially injured. So, uh, you know, listen, if it's only 10 days or so, um, then obviously, uh, you know, I, I hope it's not a severe injury. And uh, But especially if Kulu is back, you know, shortly, because Kulu's not going to the World Cup. So he'll be fully rested uh, during, you know, end of November and December. So uh, let, let's see. Hopefully, you know, we'll get news in the next couple of days as to how severe the, the injuries are. So the three points yesterday, um, that's now 23 points after 10 games, our, our, our best since, I think, 1963, 1964. Yeah. Well, that's obviously amazing. You know, we've started this season off brilliantly. I know people, you know, 
doesn't quite feel like that. We've got off to the best start in over 60 years. I think that's, you know, to do with a few things. One being because of how Arsenal are doing so well. Um, you know, they've won nine out of 10 games, which, you know, I have to say is brilliant from them. Um, but also, I think because, you know, some games, you know, even including last night, people complaining about how, you know, we don't play attractive football. Um, but football is a results business and we're getting the results. We're getting the three points. Yeah, and I definitely think, you know, I know, you know, again, on Twitter mainly, um, certain Spurs fans aren't happy with the way we're playing. But I think we've been playing over the last couple of weeks a lot better. I thought the second half yesterday was very good. I thought we controlled the game against Brighton. We obviously hit Leicester for six. And, you know, we are defending, you know, we haven't conceded a goal the last two Premier League games. We we, we are sound. Conte does play the counter-attacking. I do think... If if Son and Kane are on fire, um, we don't look so negative. If they're hitting the back of the net regularly um, and and being clinical, that, that certainly helps. But uh, listen, I, I've been watching Spurs far too long. I've seen them play lovely football and get absolutely nowhere. So um, you know, I'm 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 not uh, I'm not hating this. This is for sure. Uh, I'm enjoying the ride that uh, we're on with. Uh, with Conte and uh, listen, 23 from 10 games is, is a fantastic uh, return. It really is. Yeah. So, um, you know, let's hope that we can just keep it going really. So uh, that, that was yesterday. Uh, today, there were quite a few games. I mean, obviously Chelsea um, won at Villa Park 2-0. Uh, we, we, both goals were sort of mistakes from Mings. Uh, the first one we saw, which was awful. That was horrendous from Tyrone Mings. I don't know what. I don't know what that. Like, he completely must have lost his bearings. I mean, I don't know what he tried to do with that head. I don't know where he was trying to get that, but it was it, it was a horrible mistake. And um, and yeah, it quite easily put Chelsea one then up. And United, uh, I kept an eye on United's game as well, uh, especially with the Leeds game being delayed because of. Uh... Um, a power cut. Uh, they looked a bit toothless today uh, from what I saw against uh, Newcastle, obviously ending nil-nil. Um, I think they'd be disappointed with that. Yeah, um, you know, United, I mean, I know Newcastle, they do look, they do look, but they do look quite good this season, I've got to say, but, you know, Newcastle at home, I mean, we've got them in a few, um, in a few weeks, or, I mean, next weekend. It's a game you need to pick up three points, especially from Man United's point of view. Yeah, no, definitely. And then the game that we w- watched the majority of what was the Leeds Arsenal. Um, first half, I thought Arsenal were in total control. Uh, they they looked pretty comfortable. Saka scored a very good goal. Uh, bizarre mistake though from uh, Rodrigo playing that ball across across the middle. Uh, very dangerous ball, and that they penalised it, but. Uh, Second half, Leeds were up the tempo. And, uh, I mean, listen, you and I have been to Ellen Road. We, we, we know what the atmosphere um, can be like. And they really got behind the team. Uh, Bamford scored quite early on in the second half. Mm, haven't seen it really on replays, um, whether or not it was a push. But you uh, can probably see why it was disallowed. Um, then they had a penalty, which uh, they missed. And then you, you think Arsenal are just going to see it out uh, peacefully. And then uh, they, they got another penalty, literally in the last minute, and a sending off. But uh, VAR 
sort of uh, overruled it. Uh, what did you think of those decisions? Well, it was a very, very controversial second half. Um, if I'm being honest, I can understand why he overturned his decision, the penalty and the red card. Um, I think, I mean, I think he was right to still give him a yellow card because he did kick out, but get um, Bamford did go into him first, and I guess that is a foul. So, you know, I I'm not going to be mad. You know, if that was Spurs, I would, you know, I, you know, I wouldn't expect, um, you know, I wouldn't expect really to get a penalty. So. Yeah, I don't know. It is what it is, I guess. Yeah, no. Uh, listen, you can't argue nine wins out of ten and the game that they lost, they should have won against United. So uh, they're, they're going very well, Arsenal. I mean, I think they've got the added benefits uh, that uh, City, uh, ourselves, uh, Chelsea and, and United... Um, you know, they're not, uh, well, not so much United because they're not in the Champions League either. But, you know, they, they can afford to rest players on European nights where, you know, the English teams that are in the Champions League, you've got to play, you know, you've got to play your, your 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 main players. So I think Arsenal do have that advantage. I mean, they're playing on Thursday night uh, in Europe. They can afford to rest. You know, they've got three wins out of three. They rest their main stars. Um, before they play Southampton next Sunday. So, uh, you know, Spurs keep have to keep, you know, we, we played our full team on Wednesday night in the Champions League. I think the World Cup benefits Arsenal this year, uh, or this season, I should say, because, you know, it gives them a breather. I don't think their front, their first sort of 11-12 are, are very good. It, if it continued without the World Cup with the heavy fixtures over the Christmas period, um, I, I think they would have suffered. But uh, they've got an ice break. Um, and I'm not sure how many internationals that they've, they've got um, going to the World Cup. But um, I'm, I'm not sure a lot of them will be going that far. Um, so I, I think it does benefit them uh, for sure. And I think, uh, you know, they're in a healthy position because of the last game of the weekend, Liverpool's uh, victory against Man City. Didn't quite see that coming, did we? No, that was that was quite unexpected, to be honest. Um, City hadn't lost a game so far this season, um, up until now, of course. And, you know, I, I mean, I know it was at Anfield, but I could, I could only imagine this game going one way, and it didn't go that way. Yeah, oh, what a goal, though. What oh, a fantastic. goal. Absolutely brilliant turn by Mohamed Salah. I mean, that just shows how Liverpool are so good from turning defence into attack. It literally started from um, a De Bruyne free kick. Alisson caught it, absolutely hoofed it up to Salah with a ridiculous turn, um, got away from his man and, yeah, he had the composure to put it away. Yeah, no, definitely. So that that result, uh, I mean, Spurs are on now twenty three, same amount of points as as Manchester City after ten games. Arsenal are obviously breaking away um, that their title to lose uh, uh, four points clear. Uh, Spurs are now what they're ten points clear of Liverpool, but yeah. Liverpool have obviously got that game in hand. But uh, long points for City. And and yeah, equal with City, we're what uh, four points above Chelsea, who are fourth, uh, but they've got a game in hand. But we are four seven points above 
Manchester United in fifth place, but uh, United have a game in hand. But uh, that that just makes our game at United at Old Trafford on Wednesday a huge game, really, doesn't it? That game on Wednesday night, it is massive. I know it's still, you know, quite early days in the season. Um, but again, like, this is a game that you could look at in May and, you know, say this is one of the reasons why, you know, we got top four, why we finished where we finished. Yeah, um, and, and we're, we're, you know, we're not going. Do, do you want to tell the listeners why we're not going? <laughs> well, I don't think, I don't really know what to say here. Um, as poor for, it, it is poor from you, to be honest. Uh, hold on, hold on. Right, I gave you the opportunity and I said, listen, you know, 8.15 kickoff, we won't get out of the ground till about probably half 10. You know, it's a four-hour drive back back to London. You, you've got uh, You've got school on Thursday. And, and you didn't really object. You, you, I thought, you know, you were being quite sensible about it. And um, I said I wasn't going to apply. And, and you sort of, you know, yeah, fine. Uh, but um, I regret it now because um, I wish we were going. Uh, <laughs> and you've given me plenty of stick over the last few days. Uh, yeah. Especially after the weekend's results. It, it, it's, it's a massive game. Uh, but... Uh, you know, listen. I think um, it's it's not a definite must-win game, but if we if we if Spurs can win, it definitely puts us in you know cementing the, you know a top four place. Uh, you know, I wouldn't say cementing, but it it, it secures top four. Um, you know, for a few more weeks, certainly. It's still listen. There's still what eighty four points to play for, so it's a long way to go. But it's a big game. And then uh, next Sunday, we're at home uh, to Newcastle, where we'll, we'll be going again. Um, looking forward to seeing Newcastle. Yeah, I mean, I've heard they've got a few injuries, I believe. I think St. Maximum and uh, their new signing, Isaac or Isaac, is out as well. Big blow for Newcastle. Um, but like I said, this is a game that we look at. And I know, you know, I know they're, you know, looking good or looking all right this season. But we need to go there and we need to get all three points. Yeah, no, um, I think so. Big week, two big games, uh, plenty of Premier League games uh, during the week as well. So uh, let's hope it's another good week, um, starting obviously in Manchester, Old Trafford on Wednesday, and then back at home against Newcastle next Sunday. Um, Anything else? I I think we've covered most things in this week. Uh, Don't forget, you can follow us on Twitter, and on Instagram, uh, we're also on LinkedIn. Um, so yeah, have a good week, everyone. And until next week, goodbye. Sports Social Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.